0: AutoLine Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, passion for
1: excellence. Top of the morning to you, or whatever time it is you happen to be tuning in. This is AutoLine Daily for Thursday, October seventh, 2010. I'm Jim Hall from 2953 Analytics filling in for John, who's out of the office this morning, but he will be back in time to host After Hours this evening. And with that, here's the news. Automakers are working furiously to bring EVs and plug-in hybrids to market. Batteries are the big hurdle, but there are other issues too, like chargers. How much is an in-home charging unit going to cost, and how long will it take to charge your batteries at home? Clearing the waters a little, General Motors just announced details on household charging units for the Chevy Volt. This 240-volt home charging system is one of several options available for the car. It can replenish the Volt's battery in about four hours, less than half the time it would take using a standard 110-volt household outlet. The good news is, it's just $490 for the charger. The bad news is that that price doesn't include installation, which GM estimates could run as much as $1,500. Godfrey Daniel, that's real money. In related electric news, the Wall Street Journal reports that Toyota plans to introduce two new versions of the Prius by the end of calendar year 2012. One of the models will be larger than the current car, offering appreciably more interior space. The other will be smaller, probably about the size of the company's B-segment Yaris. Toyota also promised to introduce a plug-in version of the Prius which can travel up to 13 miles on battery-only power in the U.S. EPA test. Overall, the roadmap of the company's pledge to introduce six new hybrids over the next two years is becoming clearer and clearer. In yet more electric news, Hyundai says it's developing two plug-in hybrids that will hit the market in the next two to three years. According to Wards, the company is working on a plug-in similar to the Prius that would use conventional hybrid drivetrain, but you could also fully charge the battery using a standard outlet. It's also developing a Volt-like extended range electric vehicle, which can run on pure battery power with an onboard engine to keep the battery topped up. Hyundai says the plug-in will be sold in South Korea and the United States, but it's still determining whether to employ the range extender or the plug-in hybrid approach for this model. As loyal fans of Autoline Daily, you know that new vehicle sales in China have been booming. It's a big windfall for automakers, but it has some other positive benefits, and some of which aren't really that obvious. According to the Wall Street Journal, other businesses in the country are booming, especially those that deal with and around cars. Over the last 10 years, the government has promoted the construction of some 30,000 miles of expressways to help spread the wealth beyond China's urban areas. Big box stores like Home Depot and Carefor are expanding in the country, as is McDonald's, followed shortly by the waistline of the Chinese because of that ultra-delicious Chinese McRib sandwich. Yum. Five-spice seasoning. The restaurant chain plans to nearly double the number of restaurants in the country over the next three years. Drive-throughs are proving to be popular. Not surprisingly, China's booming car sales are helping way more than just OEMs. Kia is getting set to introduce a hatchback version of its best-selling export model globally. The Forte, which is known as the Serato outside of North America, is going to be offered in five-door form. It has pretty much the same dimensions as the San, slightly less rear overhang comes with the same engine options, but a new six-speed manual and six-speed automatic are going to be available in it. At the front, new grille, new lower air intake, and fog lamps are incorporated. In addition, to North America, the hatch is also going to be sold in South America, Asia, Africa, the Middle East, and Oceania. Ford spent a lot of time and money hyping the Fiesta's introduction in the U.S., and it seems to be paying off, literally. According to Bloomberg, vehicle sales mix is rich with high-content models that are selling for $3,000 to $4,000 above the Fiesta's base price of $14,000. Not only is it transacting at a higher price than Ford's outgoing Focus, it's selling for a higher average price than both the Toyota Corolla and the Honda Civic. Ford believed that customers would embrace the Fiesta because it's available with amenities and features that are normally found in larger and appreciably more expensive vehicles. The top model of the Fiesta accounts for nearly 40% of brand sales in the United States right now. Coming up next, a look at the V8 engine Ford is going to be putting in the 2011 F-150. Introducing Bridgestone's third generation of run-flat tires with groundbreaking new Bridgestone technologies. Bridgestone run-flat tires offer improved ride comfort, lower rolling resistance, and improved wear, while giving you the peace of mind and comfort you need. Last week, we brought you up to speed on the new V6 engines Ford is dropping in the 2011 F-150, and today it's time to look at the 8s. Again, Autoline Daily correspondent Craig Cole has more. You're already familiar with Ford's Reborn 302. This
2: 5-liter V8 debuted in the 2011 Mustang and now the company is putting it in the F-150. For car duty, it cranks out up to 412 horsepower and has a screaming 7,000 RPM redline. That's great for a sporty coupe, but less than
0: ideal in a pickup. For truck duty, Ford made a number of changes. We loved the Mustang engine. It was engineered to be absolutely durable and solid and uh, you know, long lived, um, but we made a couple of changes to the, uh, to the engine to make it more suitable for a truck duty cycle. Um, we reduced the uh, event length of the intake cam, so we've gone to a 240 degree duration intake cam event. This is to boost low speed torque. We've also put on very rugged cast iron uh, truck type uh, manifolds for durability and drop the compression ratio about half a point to ten and a half to one to really allow us to put uh, put in a lot of spark at the low speed to aid uh, low speed performance and towing. These changes
2: reduce output by quite a bit but the 5.0 is still plenty potent delivering 360 horsepower and 380 pound-feet of torque. Of course if that's not enough you can step up to the massive 6.2 liter V8. Just sitting on a stand this thing looks huge. You might think the F-150's engine bay had to be completely redesigned to squeeze it in, but
0: surprisingly, that's not the case. If you actually look at the uh, front profile, it's it's no wider and no taller than our uh, current 5.4 uh, three-valve architecture. We designed it to uh, fit within that front view envelope. Obviously, it's a little longer because the uh, bore spacing and the bore sizes are a little um, larger than our 5.4 architecture. But if you look at the front view. Um, it's about the same size as a 5.4, and therefore it fits quite handily in all those applications.
2: The 6.2 cranks out 411 horsepower and 434 pound-feet of torque, giving the F-150 a maximum tow rating of 11,300 pounds. Interestingly, the EcoBoost 6 we talked about last week
1: is rated to tow the same amount. Thanks again, Craig. You know. As good as these engines look on paper or on video, the truth is I'm pretty excited about getting in one of the trucks and see how they work in the real world, especially the EcoBoost. That's a wrap for today's show, but before we go, here's a friendly reminder to check out AutoLine After Hours tonight. Shindig kicks off at 7 p.m. Eastern Time. You can watch it live on our website, AutoLineDetroit.tv. Of course, if you miss an episode or want to catch up on one, you can subscribe to the podcast version of the show on both iTunes and the Zune Marketplace. Oh, and like I mentioned earlier, you know, McElroy's going to be on again tonight. He'll be back. He's just not here this morning. Go figure. I'm Jim Hall from 2953 Analytics. Thanks for watching, and I'll probably see you in a couple of weeks or so. Thanks again.